You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 to 22. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. After talking about how Christ secures our eternal redemption, the writer of Hebrews now speaks of how Jesus grants us an eternal inheritance. Where there's a will, that will only goes into effect when there's first a death. Now this is true for forgiveness to be granted in the Old Covenant too. There first had to be a death. The writer of Hebrews quotes from Exodus 24 verse 8, that the Old Covenant was inaugurated by blood. In the book of Exodus, Moses threw blood on the altar and on the people linking the two. The blood symbolized death, the punishment for sin, and it was through sacrifice that forgiveness could be offered. Just think of the role that blood played in the Old Te- Testament. Blood was sprinkled on the altar, the high priest's garments, before the tent of meeting, on the veil of the sanctuary, on the mercy seat. Blood was placed on the doorpost of the temple. All throughout the religious system of the Old Covenant, blood was prevalent. The ubiquity of the blood served as a reminder that a holy God could only have a relationship with a sinful people because he accepted a sacrifice of death. Worship under the Old Covenant was a bloody mess. The writer of Hebrews says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Now we have to ask how in the world... Does the shedding of blood deal with sin? Sin is a rejection of God. It's a denial of His goodness and His plan. To choose sin is to choose something over God. Since God is the source of our life and the creator of all things, when we reject Him, we forfeit our right to live. We cut ourselves off from the source of life. And therefore, death is the only just punishment for sin. Once we sin we sever our fellowship with God. One sin does that. One sin is more than His holiness can bear. So sin, even one sin, requires a payment of death. In His grace, God instituted atoning sacrifices. Notice here that it's not just about death, it's about blood. Not any death was accepted. There would need to be a shedding of blood. The death would have to be violent because only when the blood was spilled would we see how horrible sin is. With each sacrifice, the people were saying they recognized they were guilty before God. What the writer of Hebrews does not talk about, but his audience certainly would have understood, is that when the people offered a sacrifice, they would put their hands on the animal. It was a way of symbolically transferring guilt. 
The author of Hebrews is making the point that rituals alone cannot atone for sin. They can't make things right. The only way sin can be dealt with is through sacrifice. But, as he's already shown throughout the book, the sacrifice of animals cannot really cleanse us or give us anything that's eternal. The only hope we have for an eternal inheritance, a reward for a will that would last forever, is that Jesus died as the once-for-all sacrifice to grant us what God so graciously bequeathed us in his promise. As we seek to think through the meaning, implication, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? Some see in all the blood of the Old Covenant a monstrous God, a bloodthirsty and cruel God. Now, Certainly, we acknowledge that as you read about all this blood, it's different than the kind of worship we're accustomed to. However, how we see things really depends on how we look at them. The sacrificial system was not done because God was cruel. It wasn't about God being bloodthirsty. It was about God being holy and God being loving. Each sacrifice was God giving us a warning of how bad sin is. It was a picture of how horrible sin is, how destructive sin is. With every cry of a dying animal, God was warning his people, this is what happens to those who insist on their own way. He wasn't just warning about people disobeying him. He was showing the consequences that sin necessarily and ultimately will bring into all of our lives. God loves us so much, he doesn't just want to rescue us from the penalty for sin. He wants to rescue us from sin. The sacrifices were not just about atonement. The sacrifices were a call to holiness. The second question I want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? What we need most is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a choice to not hold someone's wrongs against them. And the author of Hebrews is reminding his audience that they needed more than simply being better people. They needed forgiveness. And apart from the work of Christ, there would be no lasting forgiveness, no lasting inheritance. The sacrificial system of the Old Covenant is like a credit card. With each sacrifice, the payment was delayed until the bill was due. It didn't actually pay for it. It just put off the payment. The blood of the animals couldn't cleanse people, but each sacrifice could show repentance. In Christ, the bill of sin was paid, and forgiveness was ultimately extended. In Christ, no longer would there be anything held against us, because Christ offered eternal redemption to secure an eternal inheritance. What Jesus offers is forgiveness. My standing with God is secure because Jesus took care of my sin. God will never hold my sin against me, because in Christ it has already been dealt with. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? You know, sometimes when we read the Bible, there are passages that simply convey information. But ultimately, that information is intended to shape our behavior and affections. But in that individual passage, there may not be an explicit command. 
Ultimately, as we read here about our need for forgiveness, and that forgiveness is only secured through the shedding of blood, the writer of Hebrews offers no imperative, no command. But ultimately, he's calling on his audience to be thankful for the sacrifice of Christ and to trust it alone. And I certainly want to echo that. But we've covered some of that ground a lot this season. So I want to deal with one of the implications here that I think is drawn out as we think about the forgiveness that's extended to us in Christ. The Bible repeatedly calls us to forgive others as Christ has forgiven us. One thing this passage teaches us is that forgiveness is always costly. For me to forgive cost me something. It cost me the luxury of everything being fair. It costs me getting everything the way I want. For me to forgive is for me to forfeit my ability to throw something in someone's face in the future. However, I need to remember that for me to be forgiven costs Jesus infinitely more than I can ever understand. Because I have been gifted with such a lavish forgiveness, I need to be willing to forgive. It may be painful, it may be costly, but it's certainly necessary. Here's the bottom line. I cannot ever really be thankful for the forgiveness I have received unless and until I myself am willing to forgive. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us Monday as we'll discuss Hebrews chapter 9, verse 23 to 28. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. Whatever you do, Take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth.